Welcome to the Heart and Liver Podcast. A podcast about two guys spilling their guts about God, life, and fatherhood. In this episode, we are talking about why we call it Heart and liver and talk a little bit about our plans and purposes of this podcast. First of all, the name, a heart and liver has to do with our health. Uh, our health, we had some health issues, both of us, but they were different health issues for him, yeah. for John, uh, your dad or your uncle. <clears throat> it was his heart. So what happened I don't to know. your heart? It's still being investigated as we're recording, <laughs> but anyway, it came down to the one. Um, I could, I've been feeling something like my heart having to pump extra hard once in a while and it got to be really frequent. And the one day it was, Caroline was giving me a hub and of course she's shorter than I am and her ear is right at my chest level. And she said, your heart stopped beating. And it wasn't a romantic, thing, <laughs> you know, like you skip a beat. <laughs> it was, a. <laughs> I heard it. I heard your heart stop. Um, and so then I was like, yeah, it's happening every 30 seconds now. And she's like, Ooh, I said, yeah. So, uh, of course, when you call the doctor's office and you say you have this heart concern and you describe it, they're like, go to the ER. And then when you're in the, when you come up and check into the ER and you tell them what is going on, you know, it's just amazing that there's all these people in the waiting room in the ER and you get to go in first. <laughs> and so then they and at this point uh it's really acting up a lot and um so they hooked me up to all the monitors the ekgs and um they and then i say oh i'm feeling it right now and they're looking up and they're looking at the monitors like yep okay that's a pvc i I have no idea what that means i don't even know if those are the right letters um and they said okay we got to draw some blood and um and it's not life-threatening. Oh, okay. So we have to wait an hour for the blood. And so um, it went away. So for the next hour, I'm sitting there in the ER and nothing happens on my heart. I mean, it just pumps normally. So I think it's like stress-related. And then um, they said, yeah, so it's not life-threatening. But it does need to be looked at. So take a look um, with your doctor. Okay. So I have the doctor's appointment set up. Doctor's office calls me that morning and says, sorry, we have to reschedule your appointment because the doctor's sick. And he's not really sick. He's just been exposed to COVID, and so he's got to follow protocol. Uh, So, okay. So then they can't find a doctor to come see me because I tell them why I was seeing him because of the heart. And they're like, ooh, we got to find somebody. And so um, couldn't find anybody. Finally, they found somebody, a doctor, Nina. So they go, here, made the appointment. Go down to Nina check in there's no appointment for you and nina (laughs) like okay so like oh yep i see a record that there was one and then it was canceled because all of our doctors are booked you are gonna have to go to urgent care go to urgent care okay wait in line urgent care check in urgent care no problem i'm waiting in urgent care and i know it's gonna take a long time and there's priority some people are you know and then it's also the same waiting room as the lab so some people are just popping in and out to get lab work done. 
And I'm sitting there for an hour and I'm like, why are people that come in after me going in, getting seen and leaving? So I go up and say, oh, we're sorry. Your appointment got canceled. <laughs> like, I'm right here. Anyway, get in finally. Nice doctor. He sees me. He's like, okay, we should put you on a heart monitor. Okay, so they take an EKG right there in the office, and it was only like five seconds. And I'm like, wait, it didn't act up. You didn't get the record of when it acted up. Like, nope, we're good. I'm like, what? So I wear the heart monitor for two days, bring it back. Um, I'm still waiting on the results. It's been over a month. So I called them last week, and I said, I haven't heard the results. And they're like, yeah, it's um, marked as pending, so the urgent care is supposed to be calling you with the results. Okay. But they haven't. A week before that, I actually got to see my doctor. He's really awesome. He's out in Greenville. Um, he's Wells. I didn't know that until after um, we started talking. But that was cool. Um, he said, yeah, I can't see your your um, results from wearing your monitor. But I did see the EKG, and it looks like the bottom half of your heart is out of sync with the top half of your heart. I was like, okay, that's not what they told me in the ER. So he's looking at the EKG that happened at the urgent care, and he saw that. I said, well, what about the EKG from the ER? So he pulled that one up, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's a different thing. <laughs> I was like, great. So now I got two things. <laughs> I was like, okay. But but they're not life-threatening. They're just something to watch. And so he's like, okay, you got to go to a heart specialist because – the synchronization between the top and the bottom is more nuanced and than a regular family doctor can properly diagnose and treat. Okay, brain. Okay. So called them, set up an appointment. It's coming up in March. Um, and so there's something going on, but it's not life-threatening, so they're not worried. But it, the whole process... makes you realize you're not going to live forever and and you you don't you know when you got kids you are always thinking you're always going to be there for them and then you and i you know both experienced when dad wasn't around anymore and and times where we like really wish we could have been with him you know or asked him questions i was just telling carolyn that i think two days ago i now is the time where i'd like to talk to him <laughs> we have been we have both been doubly blessed and not just having a father but then also a stepfather that we could talk to about whatever we want to talk about and they're both gone and now it's just yeah life is short yeah you keep saying the heart stuff is not life-threatening but usually when you go to the hospital and it's something related to the heart that's like Mm -hmm. you go to the front of the line i mean it's still you know it's yeah so what uh, yeah uh the uh the reminder to to you it seems like from what i'm hearing you say is that it still is a reminder of your own mortality the idea of right. you're not going to be around right. here forever and, and so you kind of so thing. you got your own you know like i'm not gonna be around for my kids forever and there's so much i think if something would happen i'd want them to have some or you know like this recording that they could listen back on not just this particular episode, but the series we're going to do. Um, and I also think the same, um, 
like you and I, we've been, we're relatively close. I mean, 45 minutes away, but yet we're both busy. We both have kids. Um, we don't really get a chance to see each other. And yet when you were far away in Montana, <clears throat> then it was like, I saw the picture at, when I was at mom's on Saturday, I saw the, the family picture where we were all together in Montana and out underneath the tree. And it was, and I'm looking at the kids. They're so small. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, but I was just like, Oh, uh, and like we were talking before we started recording that, um, we like chatting with each other and bouncing ideas off each other. And we were, um, by doing this podcast, we're, we're making that possible. We're forcing ourselves to schedule time to do this, to talk, to make that connection and to learn from each other and to share insights with our kids. Cool. Liver. What's what's so up with your liver? liver would be. I mean, my isn't story. that life threatening too? What's up with my livers? <laughs> yeah, if you don't have one of those, you need one of those. Well, mine just started with uh, just pains in my side and not not being able to figure out what it was coming from or what was causing it or what would treat it. So first of all, we thought it was gallbladder, so we went in did did all the gallbladder tests and and it looked fine in the one test, and then they did the other test for. Uh, yeah, if you're looking for the, on this podcast for a medical podcast, this is not a medical <laughs> podcast. It's just two, two dads just, uh, chatting about stuff. So they did one test where they, they tested the function of the gall, gallbladder. Oh, so that's fine. Then they did, uh, then way back when they always said they did a, uh, when I had some heart, what we thought were heart issues, but weren't heart issues because nothing was found. They just wrote down on my chart, oh, he's got a fatty liver and, I said to them, well, how do we know? What is this? You know, what is, what, should, could this be causing pain? Oh, no, that wouldn't cause any kind of pain whatsoever. But I said, well, it's all in the general area and maybe, maybe there's something there. So they did look at the liver and then the liver was one where there was a lot of fatty deposits on it. So I was confirmed fatty liver disease, not just assumed fatty liver disease because it's not anything else. So uh, my current uh, journey on that is just, uh, avoiding dairy, which is hard to do in Wisconsin, and avoiding gluten, which is also hard to do in America. Um, and just trying to, and I can't do both cold turkey, but I'm, so I'm still dealing with a, the numbing pain and I still have, I'm, I've been trying to, uh, quit both of those cold turkey. And I was just, uh, my son had his birthday and I was looking at my Facebook memories of that birthday and, I saw a year ago here I was trying to, I was still trying to do, eat the right foods and things. And, um, it's a year later. And so just a reminder to me, I got to really take care, better care of my body. Cause like you so said, which is more difficult to let go gluten or dairy? Dairy. Dairy. Dairy is, dairy is more difficult because gluten, you can do like gluten free, uh, things. I I just like the cheeses, and so cheeses was one of those where I would eat a you know nice big block of cheese or cheese curds, or um, cheese was also something that on a low carb high fat diet that I was on. If I went into a convenience store and the kids bought something, I could always buy cheese. And now it's yeah. if they don't have hard boiled eggs, it's 
<laughs> coffee. <laughs> that's what that's uh, what I'm gonna eat. Sugar drink. <laughs> yeah, everything else is sugar drink, or any, everything else is. So uh, is it have carbs all, in it or something? So neither one. Like, of can you do goat cheese or? I have not. I have not even okay. tried goat cheese. I think we're like our 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 diets and our finances are uh, just yeah. like well we can either because we have we can do gluten free for one of our kids but it's just gonna either it's just gonna be cheese and nobody's gonna mm-hmm. you're just not gonna eat it and and incidentally uh, the kids have noticed oh cheese actually lasts a week in this house so. I, if it, it helps me also to remind myself that I'm doing this for my kids in more ways than one, not just that I have a healthy body, but then, hey, now they can have cheese to eat because oh. dad isn't <laughs> um, taking a slab okay. of cheese off every day. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so, so is that, yeah, is just the idea condition, of – What does that mean? Like you're in the early stages of it. You realize you just got to change what you eat. And besides causing pain, yeah. So it's not cirrhosis. The other thing is, is that eventually, eventually your liver starts that cirrhosis process. So you don't want to have it's 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 like one of those conditions that the the two ways to treat it because they're really medication. They don't have medication for it, but the two ways to treat it is one diet and decrease your fat intake, which. I can't do because I'm on a high, low carb, high fat diet, but, uh, I can reduce the sugar intake and then exercise is the other one. So if you're exercising, then you're for some reason that really helps your liver get rid of those fatty deposits on the outside. If they don't, if nothing is done, then the fatty de- deposits, if I, as I understand it, they get harder and then your liver just gets harder, just doesn't have the flexibility that it needs to be to function and that's my medical advice ladies and gentlemen i don't have i don't have medical but you need the liver to to live uh, right but uh, yeah you need to live it needed to live and not not having your liver and just the idea of uh you've got a pain in your side that you don't know the source of reminds you of you have to take care of the body that god has given you and you have responsibilities you got your kids that you want to be able to share stuff with and uh you're not going to be here forever. Yep. So that's why we call it heart and liver because we're those are two big uh, internal organs that have played huge parts of our lives and opened our eyes to we can't be doing things the way they. That's right. Are, yeah, right? and and that we would, wanted to do something, and so here we thought making a podcast would be great because we get to hang out with each other, and we get to sh- to share important topics or conversations to our kids via the recording. Yeah. Um, one of the other things I was thinking of it, the reason why we, uh, that's probably the, probably the major one, right? The major reason why we don't want to, we want to do this podcast. It, and the second one I was thinking of is I've been doing another podcast called past voices, present Statings, where I am re, uh, trying to put the audio tapes of, uh, Grandpa Hartwig and, well, that would be great Grandpa Hartwig and Grandpa Rudat and put those on a, in a digital format. And he's got some sayings that he, that he has that where he's having his views on life. And sometimes he, it just uh, is him, um, recording us as little kids 
playing music and that part i i probably we probably don't need to save that for prosperity because it's it's us trying to trying to play musical pieces and and the audio part isn't that great but his voice of him speaking or the voice of our dad's uh arnold rudot speaking in a sermon for example those would be something that we would want to keep and uh so I was thinking, well, maybe we do this for the next generation as well. Ah, so while you're working on that project from our past, you want a similar project for our kids from us. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and we also, one other reason why we like doing this podcast together is that we enjoy one another's company, don't we? And yeah. uh, like you were saying, or um we probably t- were more intentional with that when we were far away but now that we're close it seems like life just yep. seems to get in the way i know this is a podcast so you can't see us but as i told you earlier you're the better looking of the two <laughs> <laughs> that's not true <laughs> If you just go by uh, goatee length, that's it. If that's oh, the yeah. only criteria, <laughs> right? Or who's wearing a sweater? I guess sweater is always makes the the. If anybody's wearing a sweater, just oh, automatically. Oh, that is it? I don't like sweaters. <laughs> you don't like sweater vests either, huh? Sweater vests are awesome. Daniel likes them, but I don't. Is it you have the? Yeah, because it keeps the inside warm, but then if you have your your arms. You can uh, cool yourself off a little bit, but then your inter- internal organs are kept. Nice I do nice. like layers now that I'm old. I don't, I guess maybe because when I was younger, I just felt like, you know, long johns are just like for old people. But if you get the cool looking ones, <laughs> I've been wearing, especially when we're in winter right now and it's cold out, you know, that, that. I found that by wearing those, I'm actually warmer and I feel better than I know. But nobody has to, I mean, nobody sees it because it's hmm. underneath your jeans, you know? Yeah. Sure. Another sign right. um, that I'm getting old. Um, <laughs> getting old that you need, <laughs> need extra layers. Yeah, right. Supplements yeah. to keep yourself warm. <laughs> extra layers. And, and uh, another, probably the last reason that I have in my list of reasons why we were doing the heart and liver podcast is that both John and I have lots of kids and uh, spread out over the years and we, and we're human. So we don't exactly remember who we said oh, yeah. to what, you know, what information did we share to which kid, you know, Hey, maybe we shared a ton of information with our older kids, but then we just assumed the younger kids figured yeah. it out or probably more likely is our older kids figured it out and we never said anything. And then we realized we probably should have said something. And then the next kid comes along. Mm-hmm. And so, so we say something to that one, but we never did get around to say it. Or we one. just use projection where we never say anything to any of them. And we just think they know what we know. <laughs> <laughs> that really hit me when they, like, they never heard of emergency. The TV show. And I was like, oh, that's like mm-hmm. a staple for me. <laughs> at one out of 12. Yeah, I used to watch those. They don't know anything about it. I mean, I guess it's like Daniel. He knows Thomas the Tank Engine. The other kids don't know Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. I was like, hmm. Yep. 
Now they can tell me all about the Marvel movies, but I have no <laughs> idea what that is. So that's the story of heart and liver. Why we call it a heart, why we call it a liver, and a little bit of where we think this is going to go. We hope to have this podcast uh, having it twice a month. And who knows where it goes, but we definitely know and appreciate that you're listening. Thank you.